Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast, and this is another In the Truck Edition. But before I go any further, it's the news. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Anchor time. Uh, we are broadcasting to, to you live from Eureka, California. Can I go this way? You can. <laughs> this is the way to Arcata. We're just riding around right now. It's Friday night. Uh, we got jobs, but we ain't got shit to do. <laughs> so <laughs> we're coming to you guys for, uh, with a new episode. Uh, it's going to be maybe Big Brother, maybe this, maybe that. It's going to be a little bit of everything. So yep. we'll just call this uh, the cruising edition. So, Sounds uh, good. Big Brother, where are we? We're almost at the end as we record this. Uh, it's a Friday night. Uh, they've got Saturday in the house, and then Sunday it all ends. Uh, the live feeds will probably end that morning, I'm guessing, but then that evening, the two-hour finale, where uh, you'll get to see part two and part three, three live of the final HOH between Monty, Taylor, and Turner is where we're at with the final three. And um, as of right now, this is obviously spoilers for the episodes, part one was played. It was endurance. They had to hold onto a hot dog while it spun around uh, as long as they could. And this is this was meant for Taylor to win. Most of the fan base has really been going for her. I've been going for her. But uh, it wasn't to be. And surprisingly, Turner won. And that is surprising because he he had talked about uh, having trouble with, like, spinning. And it was a spinning comp. So uh, Was it spinning fast or was it just, like, Just a constant turn. Just a constant turn. So uh, that was part one. Uh, that was on the end of tonight's episode, but uh, part two won't be seen till the finale, but uh, I did hear uh, the results of it, and it was it was uh, Taylor versus Monty, and uh, by 20 seconds, whatever the competition was, it's usually a mix of... Uh, like uh, knowledge of the game, like memory of what happened when, and then there's a little physical element to it too. So, but Monty was able to win that, meaning that part three, the live portion on Sunday, will be Monty versus Turner, and Taylor's game is completely out of her hands now. Uh, she has no more competitions left to play in, and it'll be up to Monty or Turner to bring her. Uh, I don't think either's likely. Monty has, over the past week or so, is kind of locked in that he would bring her. Uh, and he even said early on in the game that he'd like to bring a, uh, a strong uh, black female with him to the end. He would feel good about that. But the thing is, he's been with Turner since week two, uh, week two, week three. Uh, They formed the Pound Alliance, and then uh, they grew the Pound into the Leftovers. So 
There's a lot of loyalty there. I think it's very likely that Turner takes Monty. Really so. If I got off right here, is there any way to go back that way? Go back which, which way? way? Back to Eureka? Yeah. If I got off right here? Yeah. You Careful, not, though. You better not cut in front of me, <laughs> Mr. Backpack Man. Some guy on the so, side of the road. <laughs> when you can, there'll be some way you can just turn back, going, turn around. That, or we can just continue on, and this old road will take us back to Eureka also, if you want to just do a back road. All right. Okay, so back to Big Brother. Yes, like I said, um, most likely I see in any scenario here, Monty's going. Um, either Turner's taking him, or he's he's uh, taking himself, and he's choosing who to go. So that's where we're at. Um as a Taylor fan, obviously it's been an amazing story. She's the last woman standing when she was a outcast from the beginning and, and became a fan favorite. And she really is just a nice person. And oh man, the story was so so good. She was deserving. Uh, I see high chance of her winning uh, America's favorite player. So she's going to win some money anyway. And they added a trip element too. So that'll be cool. But it's just such a bummer because this is such, it's almost three months, three months journey. And uh, I think she'd be gladly welcome back in the house, but there's nothing like her story. Yes. There's nothing like her story of what she just went through right now and how amazing it would be for her to do this but uh yeah it's out of her hands now it's it's probably up to monty to take her and uh, i still i think she would still have a chance to win um but she really needed this last uh hoh win but uh yeah, I'm excited the season's ending, but also I'm a little bummed. It's always so fun when Big Brother season's here, and this has been the best season in years. It hasn't been perfect. We had the trouble with Kyle. We had the, the mistreatment of Taylor. It definitely wasn't a perfect season, but some of the worst moments led to some of the best moments, too. So um, the way people rallied around people, and, and uh, I think it's going to set a good example of... Uh, some of the traps that people fell into, I think it's gonna it's gonna set the example for uh, seasons to come. Like uh, we had the Taylor thing, and then once we had the Kyle thing, uh, one of the pods I listened to, the Rob has a podcast one, they were saying that like you could see clearly in the game, like actions like what was taken, it cost players in the game. The people, the the, the worst mistreaters of Taylor, they got rallied against and they got voted out of the house and then Kyle was in a great spot and then it came out to uh, the biases that he had and uh, the game pretty much <laughs> ground to a halt and uh, they had to get him up out of there so I think it, they, they set a good example for seasons to come so uh, definitely like I said it's been the, the best season in years so I, I've really enjoyed the journey what happened uh I'm a little behind everybody. I watch it whenever I can, but the uh, showman's between Monty and Taylor. What happened there? So, uh, the thing is... Because uh, the last thing I saw, he was putting in work. Uh, he couldn't do much because the cameras were rolling, but uh, he, he busted a move like Young MC. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, they did have a little bit of a thing. And uh, just real quick on the side, um, interestingly, uh, they had a jury house segment the other day. And when Alyssa got to the house, she mentioned it in front of everybody that Taylor and uh, Monty had gotten close. And Joseph looked stunned. I felt for him, man. I felt kind of sad because him and Taylor had a little bit of a thing, but they never really acted on it. They were waiting for after the show. And he looked stunned. And then he was. they cut to like... A him on his own talking to the camera and he's like uh yeah they can do what they want and you snooze you lose it's true it's true so he said something to the effect of as the jury segment ended he had his hands on his head and he was like he's like this can't end fast enough <laughs> so yeah poor joseph um, he was a fan favorite too uh but uh he just fell victim to the game. Dire fest got stuck outside. I know. So. I know you ladies love the nice guys. Hey, I I, <laughs> I understand that, but uh, there's some of you out there that want the bad boys. But right. I mean, <laughs> I've been in uh, what was his name? The not Mon- Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. I've been. I've been there. So I mean, I'm sure some of you guys that are listening, you've probably been there too. But yeah, man, it's. Uh, you snooze, you lose. I mean, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my boy D. I love and I miss you. Shout same, out. Same situation. Right. Uh, I was just being the nice friend and I liked her, but D swooped in there. I mean, <laughs> but hey, he's my brother. I love him. I, I can't, I can't hate on him. Right. Was, I, was I mad? Right. Of course I was. Yeah. Can't help it. Snoozed and I lost. Right. <laughs> so, but it's all good. Yeah. So the situation was. Uh, You know, early on the game, uh, Monty, he didn't help the whole backlash against Taylor in the house. He even signed off week one. Daniel was struggling with the idea of putting uh, two African-American players on the block. He already had Terrence up there. Michael won the veto week one, and then everybody wanted him to put up Taylor. And he was like, oh, he was crying to, to Monty. And Monty signed off on it. Monty was like, do it. And um, he definitely hasn't always been there for Taylor, but uh, especially when the Daniel did blow up on her and Nicole and everything like that, uh, that's when the leftovers formed. And uh, he was, you know, Monty was Team Taylor pretty much the rest of the game. So it just so happened when we got down to uh, the final five, when it was Alyssa, Brittany, Turner, Monty, and Taylor. Uh, all of a sudden, they did get pretty close with each other. But the, they, you know, they had so, a lot of cuddle sessions. They spent some nights over. Uh, Monty hit her with the, the corny line. Uh, uh, you want to uh, come get the heat of the bear? And yeah. she said, what? The heat of the bear. She's like, are you the bear? <laughs> it worked, though. <laughs> So, I mean, sometimes uh, guys, man, those corny lines work. They, they don't always work, but <laughs> sometimes they do. And I'm sure you ladies are laughing, but <laughs> right, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, they were close for a while, but there came this one day where uh, they were laying in the HOH room. Turner was up there too. He was on the couch in the HOH room and uh, Brittany came in and then almost in what Taylor described as like 
she didn't want to look like a pushover and she wanted to like I don't know project as strong to Britney and not that she was just getting rolled over by guys and whatnot. And um Where are we? At the back of Eureka. Oh, okay. We're headed we're headed the right way. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. know where we are everybody. Yep. Coming in the back of Eureka. Uh now we are back in Eureka. Okay. Myrtle Avenue Market health sport and all that if you're familiar with if you're really familiar with area the area we're in the, the back part of Eureka so if I keep going straight does this go to the yeah it's gonna basically run us right back into the red lion <laughs> all right, so that main street um, that's the one you have to take to go all the way through town there's no no we could cut back, through no is there's no back highway that, to get us through there quicker or you have to go no no yeah no there's ways i can tell you <laughs> no i mean that's fine but i'm just saying i didn't know yeah if, no there's no there way. was like a, a back freeway or no something. No, nothing oh, like okay. that right. nothing yeah that's like what i'm that. talking about yeah no but there's roads through and like an easier way through actually no that's fine um so anyways like i said Brittany came in the room uh monty had fallen asleep he had his sunglasses on and he had taylor's headphones on listening to her beyonce she got she requested beyonce this week when you're head of household you can choose uh them to load up the the ipod the old ipod with uh, whatever music you want so um taylor just almost in a show of like I'm not going to let these guys roll over me. And it's just so trivial. Like, it really is nothing. She pulled the headphones off of Monty while he was sleeping. And then accidentally pulled... It was She pulled the headphones off. She pulled his sunglasses off, too. And, like, woke him up. And Turner, like, turned to see it. And he was like, damn. <laughs> and then... Uh, uh, Taylor said something to the effect of, like... Huh, yeah, listen to my music. You you weren't even listening. You so you were sleeping, and whatever. So, and then um, the same day, Monty said something like, "Oh, I can't believe like my goddaughter like I've actually witnessed this person. She's one years old. Like I can't believe I've witnessed this person grow up." And Taylor said, "Well, you haven't been there the whole time," and it's like. Yeah, because they've been in the Big Brother house the past three months. And Monty took huge offense to these two things. Like, oh, what's she, what's she doing? What's she doing? Like, pulling the, the headphones off me? Like, wh- what's that all about? And Turner, he even, like, was talking to him about it. He's like, He was like, yeah, I was like, damn. And then... Oh, he's just side-blasting because he wants to <laughs> get rid of her. <laughs> yeah. So then, and then he was like, oh... Yeah, and that was so offensive about my my goddaughter. Of course, I hadn't been there the past three months, but like it's three months, man. It's not like you were gone for three years. He's like, oh, this and this and that, and like, and then this was the worst of it. He's like, you know, I'm starting to think like a lot of people probably crossed the line early in the game, but now I'm starting to think like. Maybe you did do some stuff that, like, rubbed people the wrong way. Like, maybe that is on you. And it was like, are you serious, dude? And, like, he <laughs> said a whole bunch of stuff that was frustrating. And then, of course, he leaves the room. And Taylor hits the camera with, like, oh, great. Here we are again with the Taylor is a, uh, um, yeah, right. left here. 
uh, Taylor is, oh, Taylor's so terrible, Taylor's this and that, so I was like, ugh. So, of course, yeah, now the whole fan base is frustrated with it, too, and Monty's gonna have to answer for a few things, too, and he threw one line in there that felt really inappropriate, too, that, like, that he was, like, oh, I'm, like, keeping myself composed right now, and, like, I wouldn't be like this if we weren't in this house on TV, and it's, like, well, really? You wouldn't, so what would you be doing? Like, oh, it was just a bad look, and, you know, anything you say or anything like that in the house, you're gonna have to answer for, so... Even if he wins the game, which he has a very good shot of that right now, uh, he's going to hear it in the after-game interviews for sure. Really quick, uh, this episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. (laughs) My eyes cold. (laughs) It is 10.48 in the p.m. here in California. Um, I didn't, I was kind of, my fingers were kind of crossed. I was hoping that it would have their relationship would have gone further than what a week maybe oh yeah (laughs) it was a week and i think both of them were kind of just having fun in the house i think both of them were like not thinking this would be anything on the outside which is interesting because there is still an opening for joseph outside the house it happens all you need to do is look at last year um they did not have a relationship in the house, but Claire and Derek X from last year, they got in a relationship, and now they're running the Amazing Race together, which that season just started. I mean, they didn't really do anything. Well, oh yeah, only no, well no. from what we saw. Whoa, what's this? Uh, what do they call it? Like a head shop? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um. For what we saw as, like, audience watching it or watching live feeds, they didn't... They can only show so much. I mean, like, we, we, yeah. can't, we can't see them getting down or anything. Right. Is this that same Denny's or is there... Okay, yeah, so that's... that's okay, that's the... All right, never I see where we're at now. Yeah. Um, kind of parallel. Yeah. <laughs> if they just made out and cuddled and all that... Pretty sure that's what that's, it was. That's nothing. That's man. nothing. If Joseph can just... Don't go over there. Oh, you got with him and not with me. Again, you snooze, you lose. Right. Um, but I mean, <laughs> if she's gonna, she's gonna tell him, Nah, man, forget him. Da da da. da. He was an asshole. Uh, yeah. Let, let's hook up. Let's get down. Is this still one way street? At the end, at the light here, you're gonna turn left. left. So, um, so I mean, I think if Joseph just, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If, he, if he can just get past the kissing and everything, maybe. I'm right. sure he can. And he I mean, will. it's not like. Well, I'm not saying all the all the girls are like this. I mean, there was some there, but there was somebody there before you. All right, <laughs> so, right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then women, you can say that about about us. I mean, right. there was someone else there before you. <laughs> so, right, but, right. I mean. Right. I think he could get over it, man. I think so. Taylor's hot, man. He'd be, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. I mean, so. Especially something, but somebody is as beautiful as her. And if she just, if she would have told me, no, I'm, I've, I'm been single, never nothing. I would be all oh, cool, but I would be like, no, like that, that can't be true. But I don't know. Again, that's, yeah. that's just me being a man thinking that way. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, she could have been, never been with anybody before. 
I don't know. But yeah, Monty, not Monty, uh, Joseph, get over it, man. You'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. As far as the other relationship, they have reunited in the jury house. Alyssa uh, recently voted out. Uh, she, re- like I said, she dropped that news to Joseph when she arrived. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting to see where. Alyssa and Kyle go because even once they like broke up, they still got together. Where are you headed? We'll go to Adele's. Oh, Is that what yeah. it's called? Adele's, yeah. yeah. We'll go there tomorrow. Adele's. For yeah, they're good. Pantry. That's the other one I was shouting out. I like that place. <laughs> um, what street are we on? Broadway in Eureka. Passing my old job, England's second hand. Uh, they deal in just everything antiques, but surprisingly also they do gun sales. So that's a weird thing I have on my resume that I've done, uh, gun sales. <laughs> like gun, gun, like gun guns. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get back, we'll get back to big brother in a minute. Again, everyone, this is the everything episode. <laughs> what did you, okay. I'm all for guns. I've, if, if you guys aren't, that's fine. Not gonna judge you for it. Don't judge me. I'm I'm all for guns, <laughs> but but I'm like, do I need an assault rifle? Not assault rifle. Well, assault rifle or an automatic machine gun. I've said this before. I would like one, but here in California, we can't have those. Yeah, but, they were all hunting and yeah, handguns. Yeah, hunting and handguns here in California. You got you can have as many as you want, but uh, I'm not sure about the. The ARs and all that. I no, think, no, they don't have any of that. No, we didn't no, have no, any I'm of just that. Saying, I think. <laughs> see, my gun, my gun knowledge isn't. I'm not sure. I think you can have those type of guns here in California, but anyway, um, when you were selling the guns, I mean, did you have to do, let's say, hand rifles? You can just pay for and take out the door. Actually, at least for. For at least England secondhand, I can't speak on everybody, but they they did have to do the so-called background check. We gave them the application. The, they filled the it rifles? out. Yeah. Well, I thought it was just the handguns. Well, it, like I said, at least at England's, oh. and it may be just them uh, being extra cautious or something, but they would leave it with us, and I can't remember how many days it was, but after they left it, they just took off, and then I had to go to the computer and go to the like official registration website and i had to enter all their information in the computer and uh what year was this uh so it's it's been actually quite a while it was uh, my daughter jade east society she's uh 22 now she goes with the years but her uh kindergarten year <laughs> going back all the way to 2005 that was hell years ago that was hell years ago 2005 2006 is when I, I I worked there and I did so that. She was seven that first when we met. Yes. Damn, it's been a long time. That's crazy. Cause yeah, she goes with the years. That's what's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, that first year, um, I was living in Bay Point, yeah. Pittsburgh, in the Bay Area, the <laughs> North Bay Area, and I worked uh, kind of a crazy job. It was Monday through Thursday. It was uh, angle board production. Uh, Illinois Toolwork, Illinois Toolworks, ITW, was the company, and um, we worked five in the morning to five in the afternoon. It was twelve-hour shifts, Monday through Thursday. 
Comfort Inn? No, not that one. But there's the Las Coast Brewery, the the actual that's brewery. That's where they actually make the beer, do right they, there. Can you go in there? And you can go in there, and it's free tours and everything. And they got ice cream, and they got little samples and everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> little beer samples and ice cream for the kids. So, so, um, so the, you you had to fill out the. the does this turn into a freeway? Yeah. Right, but if you want to get off, then we no, can. we're going to uh, su- surprise everyone. Okay, <laughs> where we went the last time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but but yeah, I mean, so you got, they have to fill out applications and all that, right? For handguns and rifles. Well, right. Back then. Back then. Yeah. Back then, that was the way, and. Um, yeah, we often we had way more of like the bolt action rifles. Those were like their speciality. It was actually kind of rare that we had the handguns. If we ever did, it was one or two, and they actually went quite fast. Like what kind of handguns? <laughs> like like the semi-automatic or the revolvers? Uh, both. Uh, yeah, and we had one, uh, the Dirty Harry. And I was, I, I it was actually quite heavy. Have you ever shot one of those? <laughs> I, not the Dirty Harry. I shot one one time. <laughs> I thought it was going to blow my eardrums out. <laughs> Dude, that thing was loud. I, I couldn't imagine him. I mean, yeah. Clint Eastwood, Harry Callahan. Make my day. <laughs> blasting that thing. I'm sure, <laughs> of course, blanks, but blanks are loud still. But Right. I don't know. I couldn't imagine firing that thing that many times I, I shot it once <laughs> right I just squeezed out one round and I was like oh That's man <laughs> I'm like that was enough for me it felt awesome and it dude just got a big kick too yeah I bet <laughs> but man that thing was nah um I've shot that shotguns rifles um it's like glocks and all those other beretta type gun things right um, my gun knowledge isn't the greatest, but yeah, me either. We had a modern one, and it just felt it, like it actually felt like it felt modern. Like you, f- it felt like oh, this is a new gun. Like this is like grips the hand. Yeah, my cousin, he's he's a gun nut, and he's got like whole arsenal in his house and in his truck. He lives in New Mexico, so it's it's. Did someone text me or? No, I wanted oh. to make sure we were still recording here oh, no. and not just talking to ourselves. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, that that's he's the one that has all the guns that I've shot. This is all out in the res where everything goes. Right. In Mexico and Arizona, but right, right. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. I was never really sure because I know I was talking to these one guys about getting a handgun, and they go like, "Yeah, you gotta do this and do that." everything but um if i end up buying one it's got to be in california i don't know if uh buying a gun in another state you have to do extra i don't yeah know. i think so because i know when you buy a car in another state yeah there was like extra, it's a whole deal extra yeah. bs that i don't want to deal with so i assume i mean guns i mean cars and guns are dangerous but yeah uh, i don't i just assume that there would be more paperwork if I was to buy, uh, like, if I went to Shields or something and bought a pistol, or right, 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 or any kind of gun, but right. I, I don't know. Those bolt action ones, I like those. Uh, my my grandpa had one. Uh, we used to just shoot cans and everything, right? And everything, and, uh, 
uh, we've shot at wild dogs. Uh, the wild dogs, they would, they lived up in the mountains uh, by my grandmother's house. And they would come down and jump the, the corral fence and steal the lambs. And uh, I remember one time we were, we were sleeping and my grandpa woke up and said, go to the corral, go to the corral. So he just, we all ran out there. And my uh, cousin came running out with his rifle. It was dark. I couldn't see nothing. And all her was <laughs> and flashes. I was, oh, geez. I was like, what's happening? War zone. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin just, there's the dogs. And then I, the, the moon was out. And then when I looked, that's when I was seeing the little dark shadows running. Right. So. so. Yeah. That reminds me, actually, I was just talking about this with Joel. Uh, you are talking about the flashes in the dark. Yeah. Um, a few years back, uh, Joel wanted to go all out. Uh, this was during his uh, cancer treatment year. Just in case, he went big. Him and Steve both went like a uh, couple hundred bucks each on fireworks out at Pyramid. <laughs> but it just so happened to be quite a stormy year of Fourth of July. It was raining and it was windy. We had these tents and... Um, we had like kind of this tent that you could be under, but it felt, it seriously felt like a war zone because there were other people out there. And because of the wind, the people would set off the fireworks, but then it would like stream across the beach and it'd be like, watch out and duck. And it was like, whoo. And it was like right overhead, boom. They'd go off right overhead. It was, it was truly wild. It, it felt like a war zone for real. I remember one time, uh, one Fourth of July, my buddy uh, Anthony, who's when I was living at home in Oakland, uh, I, I was asleep. He worked at the the drive-in, and he would always come by our house like super late at night, wanting us to go out and hang out. And I'm like, man, I'm already asleep. He'd come zooming in around one a.m. But then uh, he had those M1000s. Oh yeah. And he does. A, there was a school across the street, a junior high across the street. All I heard was, I was like, I heard a boom, and it kind of woke me up. And I was like, well, what was that? So I didn't really think nothing of it. I just, okay, I knew it was some kind of firework. But then uh, I was kind of getting settled again, and all I heard was someone yell out, "M1000, bro!" And then, <laughs> boom, it blew up again. I was Damn. like, what? Well, sat up really quick because I, I recognized the voice. <laughs> I looked out the window and saw him running down the street. Then he jumped on a skateboard and took off. Huh? I was like, man. I went out there the next morning. He stuck it. Um, there was a defense. The, the school fence was right there, and the gate was there. But it had a padlock and a chain there. He blew the padlock off. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, we we never found it, but it, it, I'm sure it flew somewhere. But right, right, right. The chain was laying uh, on the ground. A couple of the links blew off, and uh, the gate was open. I was like, dude. <laughs> right. He was right, like, right. He goes, I didn't think it would blow it off. <laughs> wow. Yeah, impressive. <laughs> yeah, I never messed around with those things, man. Those were nah. Those blow your hands off or kill you. So I. Just a little, uh, little lady fingers. Those little, just regular firecrackers. Right. That was that. Little, those little skinny bottle rockets. Not those big bottle rockets that shot in the sky and, and light up the sky. Nah, I, didn't, I just messed around with little, 
little small ones. You're going to have to right. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We're getting kind of close. But uh, anyways, um, I guess to wrap up uh, the Big Brother talk, at least for this one, uh, like I said, great season. Uh, highly recommend season 24. Um, looking forward to Taylor getting America's Favorite Player. Uh, love to see Monty Ringer and give her that chance to win, but uh, not counting on it. Uh, I think Monty has a great chance at winning this. We'll see. Um, there was a rumor that Michael and Terrence got in a little bit of a, a, a argument in in the jury house, and that Terrence had left, but uh, he was still there when Alyssa Michael. got there. So. Oh, is that the dude that goes, hey, everyone stay right here, and then just walked out? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and because Michael's the reason that Terrence went out, so I wouldn't be surprised if he, like, you know, challenged him a little, but at least we didn't see anything, and then a week later when Alyssa got there, Terrence was still there. So uh, there was a rumor going around, but I guess that's just there's what it no, was. When you're in the jury, there's no need to argue. There's no need to fight. All it's of you, over. All of you lost. <laughs> it's over. All just, that's left is to vote. Yeah, just hang out and enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just... You know who loved it, who loves it the most, is Indy. Yeah. See, uh, that's what she wanted. She kept talking about uh, Summer House. Summer House. I guess there's this thing in Brazil, Summer House, where... Um, right, we got a watch here coming up. Lolita. Um, yeah, so... Indy was definitely the, the most happy. She's been there the longest. What? She's been there a week on her own. Then Joseph and Jasmine joined her. I think so. This is it. Yeah. Then who joined her after that? Joseph and Jasmine. Then. Gosh, who am I forgetting? From the cast. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Who was outside the leftovers? Who else was outside the leftovers? You would know all this before I was. Jasmine, Indy, Alyssa, Terrence. Am I going this way? No, left. That one? No, this way? Yeah. I think no. this is it. I thought it was on. It was on that side. No, it's not. Are you sure? Yeah, it's up. But this might not be it. It might be the next yeah, exit. See, I don't remember going this way. I remember getting on, being on that side of the road. No, yeah, it's on this side. But yeah, we can turn around. Anyways, um, oh, it was Kyle came out. No, just go ahead and turn around. We'll take the next exit. Um, so yeah, so Indy, week week one, uh, week two, Joseph and Jasmine. Week three in the jury, uh, they were shocked to see Kyle enter, and he had to explain, and they kind of went off on him a little, as he deserved it. Then... Who did? 
um, Jasmine, Joseph, and Indy went off on Kyle. Like, what the hell? Because he <laughs> he thought there was a cookout. He oh. he was racially profiling them. <laughs> so, and like Jasmine's like, like really? You just right here, yeah. And then just take the next one. The next exit. Um, yeah, Indy got so mad she had to stand up for a minute about it. And Joseph was like, dude, we were in an alliance together. How would we... the leftovers was the most important thing. And like, so yeah, they really didn't know. Anyways, so that was week three in the jury house. Week four, Michael and Terrence joined. Week five, um, Alyssa joined. So yeah, it's five weeks Six weeks, uh, Brittany's out, but she doesn't go to the jury house. She doesn't join them. She went. She goes right to a hotel room, and then tomorrow night, they will film the round table where the jury will sit that together. Or is that just a billboard? Yeah, the Bear River uh, Casino. So see, now I'm all thrown off too. We might have to look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put it in the thing because uh, it's the now. cheese factory. Well, it's not. I don't even know if it's. I don't, I don't even think it exists anymore. I remember it being like we were right along the side of the freeway. From what I remember. Cause yeah, I'm pretty sure it's closed. Yeah, permanently closed, but I can get here. Here we go. Going to get off here. We're going straight. Off here. Um. Yeah. See, I don't remember turn getting. Turn right. Then turn right. Loretta Cheese Factory may be closed. It is permanently. <laughs> Sadly, it was really good. We'll lead a cheese factory. It was uh, once even featured on Oprah. That was obviously prime time for it. And then I turn again. That. I remember. Turn that. again. Oh, here? It wasn't that way. Was Continue on Eel River Drive for one and a half miles. It wasn't this way. Yes. we. It, it was back there where I was saying. Yeah. We did. But, um, yeah, uh, the last little bit of Big Brother news I want to mention, now that we're all done with that, uh, is season 25 is coming next year. And obviously 25, that sounds like a big season. The early rumor is that it's going to be a returner season. I'd love to see coaches. And kind of my early idea was... uh, Kyland, Michael, I'd love to see Cliff get another shot, and Devon, just because she's the one that set the table for the cookout and players like Taylor. Uh, yes, she's played three times before, but uh, I'd love to see Devon get one last try, especially as a coach. Um, she kind of had that semi, it wasn't really a coach season, but her second season where she was a, a returner. Um, with Nicole and um, those other two guys aren't coming to my head right now. Anyways, um, 
But yeah, uh, not counting on another celebrity season, especially since last season was so messy and so uh, ill-received, especially uh, the end. It uh, went so bad for Todrick Hall that uh, he couldn't even, he didn't even do any like exit interviews. I don't even know if he's put himself back out there yet. You ever heard of that guy, Todrick Hall? He, I guess he was kind of like a jack of all trades. He um, was on uh, or like ho- helped host uh, Drag Race at one time. I know he was on, but uh, does all kinds of other stuff, dance shows and whatnot. But yeah, it didn't go too well for him after. In a quarter uh, mile, turn right after Big Brother, uh, Celebrity Big Brother, so not counting on a Celebrity Big Brother this season, but uh, I'm counting on uh, season 25 to be interesting, mm-hmm. so, nope. Pretty soon, pretty soon. Um, I did mention a second ago that Claire and Derek X from last season right of Big Brother, so the next turn thing, right, right here, yep. 600 feet. Your destination will be on the right. Where are we? Yeah, see that? We're here. Another thing. The hotel was back that way. Yeah, straight ahead. Here we are in Lolita. One of my uh, co-workers actually lives down here, interestingly. Makes the trek every day. Looks like a gas can. There's the little market that you went in that was also appeared in the thing but yeah uh, i'll get back to amazing race in a minute i'll hand over to nez because he's going to tell you all about where we're at well right now we're at the uh are they tearing this down or they might be rebuilding it um right across from it to the right here this was the lolita cheese factory right here uh that place was awesome but uh it's done it's gone it's sad yeah, they must be redoing it or something. This is we're at uh, the location of one of the greatest '80s movies ever, uh, the Silver Shamrock Factory from uh, Halloween Three: Season of the Witch, and it looks like they are doing something to it. Yeah, they're either. I don't think they're tearing it down. I don't think so. If they were tore it down, they would tore it down already. Yeah, it looks like they're they've got scaffolding around it like they are kind of doing something to it so but yeah for the most part this is a cute little sleepy community here Lolita in between uh, the bigger cities of Eureka and uh, Fortuna Bib Fortuna this is just like in the movie man there's like nobody around oh yeah no I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine there would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if you guys are familiar with Halloween 3, it had nothing to do with Michael Myers. But um, to me, I think this is one, one, of, the, one of the best ones in the series. It, it goes uh, with the idea that they wanted to... They wanted to make a uh you can't even get over to that thing anymore that little plaque that was right there on the wall right yeah i don't know i don't know what they're doing is it still there i can't tell i can't tell either but yeah they've got uh 
that's like right there on the you can i can't really see i don't have a flashlight they've got like what appears to be almost like they might be like lifting it or something no there's it's actually i guess it's pg&e so it's like a big generator or something like that maybe yeah you can't even see it anymore it was there was a little plaque like right on the corner that said um halloween three Oh, okay. But yeah, whatever they're doing to Silver Sham the Silver Shamrock building or warehouse or whatever, either fixing it or tearing it apart. I'm not see if it says anything here on the map. I'm not really sure what they're doing with it, but it says historical landmark Lolita Creamery is what it was. Yeah, so, but, yeah, this is the, the street. And now we're headed back over they were going to where, down. like, the little stores. Yeah, they were going down where, um, what's his nuts? Um, God damn it, the doctor. Uh, Tom Atkins. He walked it down the street and went into the store to get his, uh, get his booze on so he can go back to the, to the motel room and smash it. It's interesting they have steel shutters for the windows, but they don't have one over the glass door. So it's like, that doesn't do much <laughs> if somebody was really going to bust in. Yeah, but I mean, this is, it's a quiet little, quiet sleepy, little town. Sleepy little but, town. Um, yeah, the movies were made back in the, in the early 80s. So, but it, it was it was a good movie. I loved it. I mean, it's... One of my ones I watch every year. Uh, probably starting. Must be the season of the witch. Is that a, oh, it's just light. I thought it was a car coming. Um, witch. Yeah, I mean, definitely this 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 one is it's again it's got nothing to do with Michael Myers. Um, I've talked about this movie before. The last time we were here. Right. But <laughs> it. Um, their their idea for all you newer oh it's right here shit we're passing it um for uh you people that have no clue on the, the Halloween deal or was it no it's right here this is it <laughs> I need to turn around um they were uh the the initial idea of Halloween not it was gonna be like an anthology series. It wasn't just going to be Michael Myers on a killing spree and, and all that. that. I mean, that's what it was. But they um, turned it into something else. Hold on, I had to stop. We're at the little motel right now where they, uh, where they were staying at in the movie. The little uh, bungalows they had. I believe the office is right over there. Um, well, they have a kind of a spooky vibe. No, it looks like it. It doesn't look like it's not a motel anymore. It looks like it's a like people live there now. But anyway, the the idea was to have a um an anthology. Was it this way? Yeah, an anthology s- series of uh, 
they're just going to call it Halloween and, and, and it'd be different stories every year. But since Halloween 2 hit, uh, and then they did Season of the Witch, and then everybody wanted to know will there be more Michael Myers, and then all that happened, and then you got all the, the crazy Halloween movies that we got. But um, it's still an awesome film. I, I love it. And I told Mike to come here. <laughs> I mean, this is. This is just something that I like. I like to see. I mean, it's. I hope they don't tear it down. I don't think they will, especially because if you look at the Google map, you can see it's registered as a historical landmark, the Lolita Creamery. Because if they do, you need to come over here and grab me a brick. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> what Definitely. a brick of well, silver. Shaman. If that's if that's indeed its fate. Um, and yeah, it's it is the the thing with the Lolita Cheese Factory too. Like I said, it's just so sad because uh, it's all it was at its height only years ago. Like I said, it was featured on Oprah and everything, and they had mail order catalog. And no, that's just done. Yeah, that's that cheese place is right across the street from. It's Silver Shamrock to me. I don't care what anyone else calls it, but uh, well, this used that used to be the Cheese Factory. In the old days. Yeah, those fences are like right in the way. I can't I can't really see anything. I'm just gonna turn around again. But I wonder I wonder where that was where they were walking around in the shadows. I think something cool. I don't know I don't know what they do here on during Halloween season, but if they had guys in suits, for those of you that are familiar with Halloween 3, if there was guys in suits just standing around on the corner, especially around here, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, see, is there cars going? I don't want to be. No, no. Yeah, it's it's quite sleepy. You can't even. It was right there on the on, on the, the corner. corner. Yeah. It It's gone. I hope someone didn't take it. Hopefully took it off just to fix whatever and then put it back together but yeah we're just cruising around Silver Shamrock right now uh, go over to the E-Society Facebook page I the la- one of the last times I was here I made a video of all these places I don't want no one coming after me who's this oh. somebody on a bike Blub, 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 blub. URL. Hometowner. Yep, that was our... A real local. Our, um, whatchamacallit. No, wait a minute. Where was, uh... Um, the other place where Outbreak and all that was at. Uh, yeah. It's down this way. Ferndale. Yeah. Ferndale and also uh, The Majestic with Jim Carrey. Uh, pretty good movie. That was filmed there also. Do we stay on this road or? Yes. Well, this is the road we were on, right? Yes. That whole way, but. 
But yeah, I guess for a minute I'll break back into uh, like I was about to get into uh, Amazing Race. I'm really excited it's back, especially because of uh, Derek X Sinclair, who played Big Brother last year, and now they're playing uh, Amazing Race. Uh, the interesting thing this year on the race is for the first time ever in the show's history, they're not doing any non-elimination legs. So every leg they're going to eliminate a team. If you're last, then you're eliminated. So uh, pretty interesting to see that. And also they may have done this before, but it's definitely not a normal thing. And if they have, it's been a while. But they did what they called like a scramble where instead of... Uh, kind of instructing teams where to go they all had to do three tasks all over uh, Germany and also yeah the race started for the first time outside of the US it always starts inside the US and they decided to start in Germany this time so they started the race in Germany and they had to uh, it was almost like a checklist they could do whatever they wanted all three tasks however they wanted so everybody was a little confused on like who was ahead who was behind so that's kind of what made for an uh, interesting shakeup on the first episode. I have no idea what you're talking about. You never watched Amazing Race? No, I never watched any of that crap. <laughs> the first one. Amazing Race is, is my favorite of the whole bunch. The only thing that Big Brother has on all the other shows is that it's always there for you. Uh, it's three times a week you get the show, and you always have the live feeds to check in on, so... That's what I love about Big Brother. <laughs> Again, for those of you that are new, uh, the only reason I got into Big Brother is because of Indy. What was her last name? Santos. Yeah, Indy Santos. That was the only reason I started watching this show. We can look up Indy Santos if you want to know what she looks like. <laughs> that was the only reason I started watching that show, but then she got booted off shortly after. But uh, I was already vested in everybody, so I'm just, ah, let me just ride it out. So it's pretty much <laughs> at the end of it. So, but it's, yeah. Don't expect me to be back for 25. No, no. The only thing I would love to get from 25 is just an initial thought on the cast. Yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the cast. So you don't have to keep up next year. I just would love to hear your thoughts on, on the players, the new players. I don't even know. Are these just brand new people? Or are these people? There might be some returners. There might be some new players. We'll see. It is the 25th season next year, so... Should be interesting. Um, it's interesting how they do these seasons because um, pretty much Survivor, Amazing Race, and Big Brother all started right around the same time in the year 2000. But it's interesting to see like how certain games have been played more. Like uh, Big Brother, like I said, is on its 24th season. They've also done three seasons of Celebrity Big Brother. You know, turn right here. Turn. This right here. Um, so, yeah. While Big Brother only has that many seasons, I think this is the 34th season of Amazing Race. And they're already up to, like, the 43rd season of Survivor, which just started. Uh which is far and away, uh, it seems to be the most popular of the shows. But interestingly to me, it's probably my least favorite of the three. Uh, Survivor just had its two-hour uh, season premiere. Um, 
nothing really stood out on the first episode. Uh, three different tribes to start the game. Ever since uh, season 40 and the whole uh, virus shutdown thing, the game has like definitely... They used to have a lot more rewards and they'd, they'd bring them Outback Steakhouse and you get one night at a Fiji hotel and things like this to get yourself right, but they've like taken all that way and they've they've really gone back to the element the core of like this is survivor this is hardcore and they barely give them any supplies the rewards are very little now these days so they've kind of gone back to that core idea of uh, survivor Uh, and of all three that would be the one i'd uh, least like to play out of Big Brother, Amazing Race, and uh, Survivor. I really want to do Amazing Race with Jade. <laughs> That's my uh, dream. I, I always cheer for the, uh, the father-daughter duo. I, I, I envision me and Jade as uh, the, always the father and daughter team. <laughs> yeah, the strength for all that? That's a lot of running. Yes. <laughs> I believe I can envision it. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Yeah, I want to race the world, do Dude, all these are competitions. Flying around, are they flying around like private jets, or do they get on like like regular airliners? Before the virus, uh, it was part of the game where it was up to them to book flights and make their way around the world. It added like a real element of like. Oh my god, this team's still back in Africa. Well, this team is off in Spain. But uh, ever since the virus, they the last three seasons, they do the event, they do the leg in the country they're in, and then they all have a charter flight. They have a private flight where they will fly them. Like, for example, from Africa to Spain, and then they start the leg there. So it used to be a thing where, like, people could be literally all over the world, like, behind schedule and everything. But, uh, like I said, ever since the virus, they kind of, they changed that. They also used to have them take a lot of public transportation. They'd have to call for cabs. Or take, like, if they were in uh, India or something, they'd have to do those little tuk-tuk rides and stuff like that. But now um, they get them rental cars wherever they go. So in a way, it's easier, but also you miss that, like, a little bit of flavor of the world kind of thing, you know, that it used to have. Well, you got to be safe now. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Unless that's going to be a part of the the survival part. No, yeah, I'm sorry. No. I'm, I'm talking with you. Are you going to mix Amazing Race? Amazing yeah, Race, but. yeah. <laughs> Do a Survivor like that. Survivor Amazing Race where you're on your own. Right. And uh, whatever happens, happens. Right. But you got the, the camera crew running along with them. Yeah. It was interesting this year for one of the first times. They really did. Usually they try to hide that element that each team has a camera person running with them. So it's like the team is two people, but it's kind of three because you always have a camera person with you. Um, This year they kind of decided, oh, why not? They started to like show 
the camera people like waiting for them at the starting line to like team up and like all jump in the the cart and and get going. <laughs> so, but, I don't know. I mean, that, I think just being a cameraman will be. That'd be tough in itself because you gotta you gotta keep up with whoever. You can't lose your team. Like how big is that <laughs> camera that they're toting? Right. Big old thing on the shoulder. It could be small. I mean, I don't know. It could be as small as those little GoPros. Yeah, I think it changes depending on where they're at and what they're doing, I think. I think. (laughs) And obviously, sometimes they make them wear the little helmet cam, too, if they're doing, like, something where the camera person isn't going to be with them. (laughs) Yeah, they would have to because, you. I mean, depending on what they do, I've, I've never watched the show, but... It's got camera work. I mean, that's... Right. That's a whole big, giant uh, production in itself. I mean, exactly. Just exactly. trying to keep up with Yeah. That. And, you I mean, I'm sure those guys got to be in, like, tip-top shape. Oh, you're yeah. You're be running For with sure. them, and you're carrying this big camera with you. Right. So. The craziest thing I saw as far as, like, what happened to a cameraman is one season and this was a while back like i said they're at uh around season 34 of the amazing race somewhere around season 10 11 12 they had a team it was they were in africa and they turned their car on its side and the cameraman got injured they had to call in a replacement cameraman for that team because they overturned their car i mean the cameramen that are a part of these shows, even like switching over to cops, uh, there was uh, one time where the officers were getting into it with the uh, suspect, and uh, the suspect was like overpowering the cops. So the camera guy had to set his camera down and, and get involved. I mean, that's. Right, right. That's just the name of the game, I guess. But right. That's crazy. I mean, it's, it's different. I mean,. With like Amazing Race or whatever, but cops. I mean, oh yeah. And is that show still going? I don't think it is. I think it's finally done. Everything you see is uh, reruns now. But, uh, yeah, we're just getting into um, the Majestic. classic. Yeah, we're in. Sa- is that there wasn't the Majestic like right the Majestic? Here? Yeah, the Majestic. Um, it was in a gray or something. It's I think coming up here. I think it's this one right after this. Uh, oh, somewhere right here. Yeah, somewhere right around here. One of these ones. This was. This is such um, a cool little town, though. Um, bar still open. <laughs> uh, Valley Go- Grocery is to work with somebody that uh, was there, but. Uh, yeah, majestic. Right when we got into town, the little city hall that they're in. Uh, we're down right now at the edge of town. Um, are outbreak. Familiar? Are you familiar with Salem's Lot? No, more outbreak and majestic. This was where the Mister Barlow's uh, little antique shop he had. Uh, I can't remember uh, the, the the dude that was running it. But it was like a front for why they were here in town. Right. In Salem's Lot. You never saw that one? Maybe. 
Well, yeah, especially if it's... I get to see some uh, Ferndale footage. <laughs> um, we'll have to check. We'll, we'll check uh, HBO. I think it's on there. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think the, the original one's on there. It's like three three four hours it, it was it was like a little mini series that they split in, right into two episodes and uh we're we're in salem's lot <laughs> and the the house was over this way i think we were also just at the edge of town where uh you saw a lot of them like gathering in uh Outbreak. Yeah, when they were all running wild. Yeah. All right. Here's the. That's the cemetery that they used in Salem's Lot. Creepy. <laughs> and there's a house up here. Well, it's like, it looks like a trailer, like a small little house. But uh, when they filmed the movie, they just basically built a front and put it uh, over that over house. the top of it. Yeah, they just liked uh, this area. Oh yeah, it's cool. No doubt. I'm not surprised, but it's, it's I know it's this way. That being said, these days oh, like see that house up there? Yeah. That's where it was. That's where the, the vampire's house was uh, up there. It was right up on there. <laughs> and yeah. somebody's home now. <laughs> it was right it was right up on that street. Do you look spooky? Well, yeah. I think I'm just scaring myself because... It is spooky. It's <laughs> Salem's lot, but... Um, you know, I don't know where to turn around. But yeah, that, that house there, they built uh, a big house in front of it. And that's where they filmed it. I'm just flipping a bitch right here. Yeah, you're fine. I mean, it's I middle of the night. <laughs> Be a zombie, not a zombie, a vampire. Dude, that, dude, for a TV movie, dude, that shit was scary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching uh, the 101 most scariest moments in, I guess, horror cinema or whatever, horror movies. Right. And one of the scenes from Salem's Lot is in it. Really? Mm -hmm. Sounds like it was uh, well deserved. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it wasn't the scariest part to me, but it was it was creepy. Uh, one of the kids, the main kids, his his buddies. Spoiler alert! You guys haven't seen Salem's Lot, but uh, one of his friends uh, disappeared and became a vampire. Yeah, dude, that's creepy. Still, hella. That, that's the <laughs> that's the house right there. Um. Uh. And he was—he was already kind of hip that there was something going on because uh, people were disappearing. Like two of his friends disappeared, and they found them, but they were dead. He was in his room, and he heard somebody like scratching at the window, and he—he <laughs> he looked over, and it was his buddy floating there. <laughs> and he was like, "Let me in! Open, open, open the windows! Let me in!" And he was like looking at it and he was getting ready to and then he was like, Nope. <laughs> he kinda backed up and said, Nah. And uh Yeah, that part was, was one of the scariest moments. So the house was back there, yeah, they showed some of this, you could see it. 
Yeah, a lot of the stuff that was going on in an outbreak. Oh, yeah. This was like the main zone, this and the main street for that place over for there, outbreak. The first yep. Place we went. Yeah, that's that was the the antique shop. Right. So, yeah, we're gonna have to watch that dude so we can do a, a 31 days on it. Right. Um, I think it's on HBO or not HBO Max. Yeah, perfect for 31 days. There's uh, there was some place over not over here but like on a, on another side street that um, they used in Salem's Lot because there was an actual plaque saying this is where Salem's Lot was filmed. I can't remember what scene they filmed there, but um, and I'm sure they filmed other 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 places around here, but those were kind of like the main main places, especially that, that house was up there. I mean, obviously they sent some guys out here to, because it was supposed to be over in um, in the main area, because uh, Stephen King, all his little King universe is all in Maine. Right, right. Um, what the Shawshank thing is, Stand By Me happened out that way. Right. Uh, Creep show was out that way. Castle Rock. Castle Rock. That was out there. Cause in Creep Show, there's a um, at the end of one of the little uh, the little stories. There's a, a road. There's a sign, street signs in Castle Rock, like ten miles this way or something like that. But, right. Yeah. There's there's all kinds of stuff like that out there. But um, when you brought us here that first time. We just knew Outbreak and Majestic was filmed here. Right. Then when we were kind of looking into it, because we came back here later that next day when we left, because I had found out they had filmed Salem's Lot here. That's when I go over to East Society uh, Facebook page and see the video I made. <laughs> so I also threw some uh, pictures of the actual house that you can see during the day and how it looks now and how how it looked in the in the movie. And also, uh, I think I threw a still on there on how it looked. Like when the cameras were off to the side and you could see it was just a front over that house. Right, right. So obviously wherever, wherever they filmed the inside was, like, I think it was on a movie set. But all the, uh, the outside scenes were shot uh, from there. Because I thought that that house was a real house. Because then we went there, and I was like, well, I guess they must have tore the house down. And I looked in, I sat there, and I read it, and was like, ah, they built something in front of it. So, hmm. that was cool. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you, I, I'm pretty sure it's on HBO Max. Uh, don't watch Return from Salem's Lot, because I hear that's no good. I haven't seen that one yet. But uh, the original one that came out, I think it was late 70s, I believe, David Soul was the uh, main guy Jeffrey Jones was in it um, I cannot remember the kid uh, was in it and the one, one of the little boys his name was Danny something he was Danny in uh, Red Dawn if you guys the original Red Dawn if you guys remember that kid he's been in a bunch of other things but he was uh, one of the the scene that they picked for one of the, the 101 scariest moments, that part was creepy. But the, the part that scared me the most was when they showed the first kid floating at the window. Yeah. 
that was fucking scary. That still scares me. I'm kicking myself. There was multiple editions of Salem's Lot, a steelbook version. I got the one with uh, the vampire on it, uh, Mr. Barlow. I think that was named Mr. Barlow. I could be getting it wrong. But um, him, I got the steelbook with him on the cover. But after I bought that, they came out with another steelbook edition. And it was that little boy. The the one, not the one I mentioned. There was a there was another little boy floating by the window in his like in his pajamas. That one was fucking. That part scared me, and that still creeps the hell out of me. Um, but it's a good movie for uh, a TV movie uh, directed by uh, the great Toby Hooper, and the guy that brought us uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and. Poltergeist and Eaten Alive and uh, Funhouse and Texas Chainsaw 2 and all the other things, cool things he had done. It was it was a good movie. I didn't see it when it initially aired. Um, I used to live on East 19th in Oakland. There was a bookstore and there was a Stephen King section and it said Salem's Lot because one of my friends um he was telling me about it. Uh, Mike, Mike was telling me about it, and um, the the first thing was paperback. The one I saw was black. It said Salem's Lot. It had a picture of a, I think it was like a girl. It was like one of those covers where the cover was kind of coming out, and um, it had a drop of blood coming out of her mouth. And I was like, what the hell is this? I didn't really know what it was, but it had pictures in it. And it was pictures from the movie. So I was like, oh, okay. So I remember Mike telling me about it. And then seeing other things. Um, in Fangoria Magazine. Uh, the pictures uh, of the vampire that's in it. And like, damn, this looks creepy. What I liked about the vampire, he didn't look like... Uh, didn't look like Dracula. For, for those of you, the, the, the Bela Lugosi and, and all those ones. It wasn't uh, that type that Bill Lugosi uh, the fuck the guy that played Dracula in the Universal one um, was it Boris Karloff I think it was Boris Karloff I'm sorry someone's probably yelling at me <laughs> but um, he looked uh, he it was it was weird his fangs weren't like um, regular vampire fangs it was like uh, his two front teeth were his fangs. Not the ones where it's kind of separated off to the side. And uh, he was bald and uh, didn't speak. That that was also scary because if you're familiar with Dracula, I mean, he spoke and everything. Or even the, the Christopher Lee. That was my introduction to Dracula with the, the horror of Dracula and Dracula, Prince of Darkness and stuff like that. Scars of Dracula. <laughs> I was uh, introduced to, to that. Um, but this the vampire in Salem's Lot was, was, was spooky looking. If you guys have seen it. But uh, from selling it, it's, it's really good. Uh, from what I understand, my buddy read the book. He said the book is better because it explains more. But that's just like every book that becomes into a movie. But uh, I've never read it. It was one of those thick books. So, but I was in and out of the movies. And I want to say it's three, three hours. I want to say that. I, I, I could be wrong. It might be a little bit longer, but 
um, it was it was split into two parts, like one night, then the next night uh, it ended. But it's definitely uh, a good vampire movie. If you guys have not seen it, again, I think I'm pretty sure it's on HBO Max. So uh, check it out there. Return to Salem was a lot. Mike said it was no good. I trust Mike. Uh, I'm eventually going to watch it, but I haven't seen it. They did um, a remake in the 90s. Uh, where do I get off? On the other side? Yeah, you're good to... All right. Um, they did one in the 90s with Rob Lowe. I don't remember much of it, but... For, what I do remember straight yep what I do remember is it was there was some parts that were creepy but I don't I don't really remember I don't even remember what the vampire looked like the only part that I really remember is Rob Lowe was on a bus and it was like there was like tons of vampires in it I remember he like I think he was like at the back of the bus and then he turned around and they were all on the bus, like crawling on the walls and the ceiling. And that's the only part I remember. But I just saw it once when it aired. But yeah, the 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 seventies one, it's an amazing film. They are remaking it again. Um, not sure if it's in production yet, but uh, I know there's some cast already. I don't really remember who who the cast is. Uh, I just kind of glazed over a little article on it, but they're they're making it. Uh, I mean... Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was amazing. The second part, chapter two, wasn't all that, but chapter one was hella good. But that was just like the, um, the, the original TV series that came out in the 90s. That first part, when they were kids, was awesome. And then the second part was eh. So yeah, that's just the story for you, I guess. Yeah, but, <laughs> um, I mean the the cast was amazing. All the little kids that were in it. And, uh, what's his name? Wolf. Finhard. Yeah, Wolf Finn Finn Wolfhard or whatever the hell's name is. <laughs> uh, he was awesome in it. He was probably my favorite in it, but. Um, Got that one? Kid. Oh, that uh, the other little kid, the one that was had stutter. I don't remember anybody's name, but that again, that first part was good. Second part, I didn't care for. I saw it once. I didn't even, I didn't even see the second part again. I have it, but I guess that's just rewatching. But yeah, we uh, drove through. Uh, I, I don't even remember what it was called. Ferndale? No, it wasn't in, in Halloween 3. It wasn't called Silver Shamrock. I can't remember what. Oh, Lolita? No, it wasn't called that in the movie. It was something else. Jeez, um, I, I can't even remember what they called it. All I know is we're at the Silver Shamrock building. I don't know what they're doing to it. They're, they're fixing it or doing something. And then we drove through Salem's Lot and... I don't even... What, what did they call it in uh, Outbreak? Oh man, I couldn't couldn't tell you that. Yeah, or the majestic. I don't know if it was Lolita or, or Ferndale or whatever the hell it was. But. Well, the interesting thing in Majestic was he was like in L.A., like Hollywood, being a writer, 
and then he went up the road just a little and he ended up in this little town and it's like that's quite a distance in real life yeah I mean that's like um the Alfred Hitchcock the birds they were in San Francisco in the beginning and then they go oh we'll just go across the bridge and then they ended up in Bodega Bay that's quite of a drive too right <laughs> for those of you that aren't, aren't familiar with California it's it's a ways up the coast it seems like they just went around a few turns and they were there right I mean that's the same thing like um Star Trek 3 well, no not Star Trek Star Trek 4 the voyage home when they were looking for uh, the humpback whales, when they went back in time, they were saying, "Oh yeah, the George and Gracie are at the Salcedo, Salcedo, or whatever." Yeah. Uh, Institute, and they were like, "Oh okay," and it was like right on the other side of the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> but I'm sure you Trekkies and Trekkers already know, the aquarium that they used in uh, Star Trek Four was Monterey. Bay Which is the other way. It's like way south. <laughs> Going the opposite way. So, but... Just bring it in Star Trek. If you had to... Ace out Rathacon. That's what everyone goes to. Out of... none, of, Not the, the, the original crew. Not the next generation one. Which one do you like? If... Just leave Star Trek 2. Uh... There was Motion Picture, Rathacon, Social Spock, Voyage Home, uh, Final Frontier, and then uh, Undiscovered Country. Probably uh, Voyage Home, just for the memories with it, you know? That's probably why I would say that one. That would probably be my second favorite. I mean, of course, Rathacon is number one. Then I would go Voyage Home, uh, Star Trek Three, uh, Motion Picture, uh, Undiscovered Country, and then the Final Frontier. Final Frontier is when they were looking for God. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> it was when uh, Spock's brother, I can't remember his name, he uh, was like telling everybody there was this ultimate being or whatever at the end of the universe or whatever and it was going to help him he was he wasn't brainwashing everybody but he was kind of like letting everybody know like let me look into your thoughts and kind of that but basically he said oh if we go wherever we're gonna find the the one or whatever because when they got there i don't know did you see that one i guess not because that does not sound familiar. When they got there at the end and they saw this ultimate power and they were asking, well, he goes, he goes, I am, I have many faces. And they were showing all kinds of different, like Buddhas and African, uh, whatever God that they have down there and just different images. And he goes, maybe this is a one that you're more familiar with. And it was just how you picture God or not how you picture, but how it's been presented to us. White guy, beard, long hair, whatever. And then they kind of questioned him. They were like, because uh, that that God or whatever, they, it needed a starship to go wherever. 
But then Spock or uh, Kirk kind of like, um, if you're God and you can do anything, what do you need a starship for? And it found out that it was some kind of alien that was trapped. Oh. <laughs> wherever they were. Spoiler if you guys haven't seen it. Um, it was all right. It just wasn't my favorite. Undiscovered Country was pretty cool. I, I did like that one. But, and then it went into the, the next gen. And, right. Uh, I didn't never really got into that. Did you? No, not too much. Um, and now they got uh, Picard back on uh, Paramount Plus. Heard a lot of good things about that, but uh, I haven't dug into that at all. I don't. I don't know. I know a little bit of the movies. I never really got into the show. I watched a couple episodes here and there, but I never dove head into the next gen. Yeah. Um, one of my friends, she loves the original series because that's what she grew up watching. She's older than me. She grew up watching that. But when Next Generation came out, she was like all in. Not sure if she ever did the um, the Voyager or the Deep Space Nine and, and all that. But she was deep into uh, the Next Gen stuff. But, um, I had that box set of the generations and first contact and all that i never seen i only saw the first two movies generation and first contact i never saw nemesis or whatever was there four movies i i don't remember yeah i get a little lost and i did like the new ones the new ones with chris pine in them i thought those were good uh first one was good dark into the darkness or whatever that was called it was was all right. Was that the one with Doctor Strange when he was a con? Uh, yeah. I want to say yeah. And that uh, was it Star Trek Beyond. Was that the last one they did? I was surprised. Beyond. That was Beyond. I think how good that one. That was, was hella good. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, up to the challenge. Right. Speaking of up to challenge, did you watch uh, the movie I told you to watch? I watched I, Lincoln Lawyer. I did. Shit, should have did that. But. Uh, How long have we been going? I don't even know. We've been driving all over the place. Oh, oh shit. yeah. It's only been an hour and a half. <laughs> so, but. so we go here. We're just about done, everyone. Uh, we took you uh, through Eureka. Almost to Arcata, but then we did a U-turn and went to Silver Shamrock, and then we cruised on over to Salem's Lot. Um, but, uh, well, other than Big Brother, that was something new. Um, the last uh, new thing did you did you start that uh, that Dahmer series on Netflix? No, I saw it was on there though, and I've uh, I've I've seen a lot of talk about it you gotta invest yourself it's 10 episodes and they're like almost an hour long mm. uh, I'm halfway through I'm, I'm at the, I, I just finished the, the fifth episode uh, last night oh wow you're really moving <laughs> I wasn't gonna watch it uh, shout out to uh, Amanda we were kind of messaging back and forth and I was telling her like I can't get into another show oh excuse me Rockstar um, because of all the other stuff I'm watching, I still need to finish. I need to finish Terminal List. 
I was all in on that, and then I just kind of fell off. Yeah, I need to finish that, Same too. Same thing with Old Man. I need to get back to that. I need to finish that, too. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the Dahmer movies they did, the one I saw was um, whatever one that was on TV, but the last one that I remember was the one with uh, Hawkeye. Uh, Runner. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. He was Jeffrey Dahmer. That one was weird. And that was kind of just focusing on uh, some of the murders. This one, uh, again, 10 episodes. They they put a lot more uh, in in it. Because in the movies, you got to be in and out of there in less than two hours. But this one... What I liked about it, they the the first episode they start out with him getting caught, and then the interrogation with the cops. He's telling them the story, and then they start to show everything from when he was a kid, teenager, and to up to him getting caught. Uh, so. I want to know if they're going to show show him get killed. I want I want to know. I want to see that. Um, for those of you that, that don't know that story, uh, he went when they caught him. He was I think he was doing a life sentence. Uh, he was assigned to go clean something with him and two other guys, and one of the dudes snapped and basically beat. Jeffrey Dahmer with a uh, like a steel pipe or something, or a metal bar or something. Uh, also killed the other dude that was with him. But I think his his intentions were to kill Dahmer first, and that other guy was casualty of war. I, I think I, I can't remember what that other guy was in prison for, but um, I want to know if they're going to show that since this is a. You can ten episode, yeah, that's where I was going. A ten episode thing, so I, I really want to know if they're gonna show uh, his demise because I want to see that. But I didn't know a lot of the stuff that that he had done. Like I didn't know he was in the army. I didn't know he worked at some little medical place where he was drawing blood. Uh, there was one scene. He stole a bag of, of blood. And took it home and drank it. Dude, I was like, what the fuck? Dude, it was nuts. And then they they show his first kill and everything. And then it was, it was, it's pretty graphic. And uh, he kind of did say that it was, I was born this way. And this is just how I am. Which I, I, I guess I can go along with that. They kind of tried to make you feel like that. There it is. <laughs> they kind of made you want to feel like it was his dad's or his parents' fault. Because his parents didn't have a good marriage. They got divorced. And they were always fighting in front of him. The mom took off. And the dad got a girlfriend and he took off and, uh Dahmer was basically just kind of raising himself when he was a teenager. 
but it, it was it was it was weird and creepy. It's it's a show that's not for everyone, but if you know the story, I only knew the little bit of it. I didn't really dive into who he was or anything. I mean, like I said, just that movie I saw. But this one does a little more deep, deeper dive into everything. I don't know if they geared it up for for TV or for to to make it give you the the wow and gross factor. I don't know if they're doing that, but I'm pretty sure the stuff he was doing, luring those guys back to his house when he was living home. Then I didn't know he was living with his grandma and doing all kinds of crazy things in the basement. And then when he got his apartment in the in the hood and all hell's breaking loose there. So, but again, I'm only five episodes in. I'm at the halfway point. And what they've showed so far is crazy. And uh, I like what's going on. There's one. They did like a quick little backstory on one of his victims. Uh, There was a black gentleman and he was deaf. I didn't know that. And they really kind of go into his story. And I was like, wow. So I I like what they're doing. The the, the writers and everything straight. Yep. The writers uh, that did this series was good. And it's... Again, I didn't want to watch it. Shout out to Amanda. Uh, she told she didn't talk me into it, but she was. <laughs> it's out now. Watch it, and I was like, ah, all right. I said, you know what? Let me watch the first episode so I could talk about it on the show. <laughs> I got sucked in. I was like, ah, so I had to see more. So, but uh, again, I want to see him get killed at the end. Um, the dude that plays Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, he was, uh, what's her name's brother? Uh, Quicksilver, an X Men. Evan Peters. Yeah, him. Ooh man, he's he's awesome in uh, in X Men, and he was awesome in uh, American Horror Story. But oh man, he's he's killing it. If he doesn't win. A Golden Globe or an Emmy or whatever for this. I don't think this is more just TV. Yep. I don't think right. left yeah. here. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that they look at this and award him for for best acting because he's he's doing an amazing job for for something that's just not for everybody and it's. It, it is a part of American history of just crazy serial killers. They're not glorifying it. They're just kind of giving more of the story. Um, but it's it's awesome. It's it's scary because it's it happened. But the shit that he was doing to his victims was was nuts. I'm sure it was way more brutal in real life. But I was just like, man, I, I don't know. I just, I, I couldn't believe, believe it. I mean, that someone can do this, or even watch that Night Stalker documentary of the Richard Ramirez on Netflix. That's just scary. That I think it was 2020 when that came out. That was like one of the scariest things I saw that year. Again, scary because it was real and it happened. <laughs> but. 
Um, I they've done a lot of uh, documentary series and movies on like Gacy and Bundy and all those guys. Um, I saw the Gacy one. It was uh, what's his name from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Francis. He, <laughs> he played John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> I, I just saw it once. I don't remember that that much. That was crazy too, man. Just, uh, it's a weird world, everyone. Weird world. Yeah. Uh, to kind of spin off to one I've mentioned a few times on the show, I'm uh, definitely looking forward to hearing your reaction to uh, the Steve Carell, Dom Hall Gleason show that's going on, The Patient. Uh, one of my other friends was asking me if I was watching it. Hella good. That's what he was saying. He goes, dude, you got to watch it. I said, well, Zisu is watching it. He goes, no, you got to watch it. And I'm like, ugh, all right. You'll like it. I, the only thing I warned you about was the short episodes. They're 22 minutes. So I can get through that. I mean, these, this Dahmer one, I just got sucked into it. Because I don't even have to tell when to turn. Uh, they, they're just showing... I don't know. I probably want to get back to the room. I'm sure the boys are asleep. I'm going <laughs> to crank out another episode. I, I need to see Coming more. <laughs> but, right um, here. All right, everyone. This is um, in the truck cruising style. Yeah, hopefully you enjoyed. So a little bit get... of Big Brother, a little bit of live reaction to the surroundings. Yeah, and driving around and... Uh, basically gave you my whole Dahmer review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, we'll have to think of something else. I think when we get to our regular episode, which we should do at some point, maybe tomorrow. Are you working Sunday? I am, but I think only in the morning, so I don't know if you'll still be around when I get out. But... Uh, I don't think. I think we'll be gone. Uh, well, maybe okay. we'll give you a quick little episode tomorrow. Yeah, we can uh, do that. The regular episode. For sure. I I got one movie. It's uh oh. <laughs> well, we'll see you on the episode. Yeah, go go <laughs> listen to the latest episode. I'll give you my review about a movie. Oh, yeah, we'll get into it in there. But um That's gonna be it this episode. We're back at uh Casa de Zisu. <laughs> and uh, we got more stuff for you guys later on tomorrow. And uh, yeah, that's it. We gave you almost. Well, well, right now the clock is an hour and thirty eight minutes. <laughs> um, pretty good, pretty good for in the truck. Yeah, in the truck uh, anchor edition. So definitely listen to everything else we got on here. Um. We'll be back with more. Uh, if you guys didn't listen, everyone listened to our last uh, live and loud. Uh, shout out to all you because one of my buddies was like, "Dude, man, you guys were going off on that Raider game." Uh, <laughs> he was like, "I thought you didn't like the Raiders." I said, "Well, we well it was on TV. Yeah, yeah. it was on." <laughs> so we were giving you uh, our live reaction. Yeah, no choice, and it got good. Yeah, it got good <laughs> at the end. So, but yeah, come back uh, for more here on Anchor. We'll give you more. Uh, we're gonna give you maybe one, maybe two more. Yeah, definitely. Uh, feed live feeds of Big Brother, so we'll we'll let you know. But with that, everyone be safe out there. Uh, be safe if you're drinking. Don't drive. Uh, it is Friday night, Saturday night, tomorrow night. So just <laughs> be careful out there, like we always say. And 
come back for more. So until then, party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, you society.